Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, who has the privilege of following that fantastic, that amazing, that pro- program that is full of knowledge and Christianity and politics, the Daryl Wood Show, Run to Win. What a program. Glad to be here with you here on Bible Talk, and on Monday, you know, I'd been promising this, okay, and I I never fulfilled what I said I was going to do, so I'm going to continue to do it, because what happens is, uh, just as our prophecy class that we were teaching on Tuesday at the church, uh, that's now uh, uh, being done by conference call, uh, you know, on on Tuesdays, every Tuesday from uh, 11 to 12.30, and uh, we have uh, uh, students now are, you know, just calling in and hooking up. In fact, if you want to be a part of that uh, uh, Bible study, prophecy still going on, all you've got to do is log on to strictlybiblical.org, uh, and you'll see where it'll say prophecy class, and you can find out how to be a part of that particular class uh, and support it. Okay, Monday night Bible study now is supposed to be on Monday, and I said to everybody, it's going to be on 1500 a.m., and so that's exactly what we're starting to do now. Now, still, I'll, I have time for questions, but we want to be able to go into the Word of God. So get your Bible, as we're going to uh, uh, take up where we left off when we were in church, and uh, get this Bible study going. We're dealing with uh, the book of Romans. Uh, we've been going through the Bible, and we uh, are going to start here with chapter 8, very good chapter in the book of Romans. Now, of course, uh, after I finish the segment that I'm uh, teaching, and you can even call before that if you uh, w- want to wait with your questions. If you have questions, they are welcome here, definitely so. All you've got to do is call area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss. But get your Bible. You will need it. We're going to be looking at Romans chapter 8, 
going to be talking about a lot of things, uh, including uh, speaking in tongues will come up in this particular uh, lesson that we're dealing with today. I think it's a very important subject, and uh, we're going to be um, looking at it in our lesson today. So remember that number, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. And also, just to let you know, it's a long time coming, but I feel compelled to do it. I'm about to write a book. It won't be a, a large book, but it'll be, a, a, I think, a very important book, one that's uh, necessary for you to get your hands on, and hopefully something that can help you in times like this. Um, what is the title of it? Well, the title of it is um, Questions About Racism, How Not to Be a Racist. Yeah. Questions About Racism, How Not to Be a Racist. I'm about to write it. Uh, and uh, definitely I feel bad that I haven't uh, wrote it already, actually, with what's going on in our society. Uh, what many do not know, some of you do, I was in the Air Force for 23 years, and uh, a job I had for many years in the service was as a race relations uh, and human relations instructor and also an EOT specialist. I worked in Equal Opportunity. I taught race relations classes every single day. Not only that, but I also had to fact do fact-finding on charges of discrimination and uh, definitely write people up if they made racist comments and that sort of thing. I went to a school uh, which taught me uh, the ins and outs of race relations, and even after I retired from the military in a civilian capacity, I did for a while teach these courses. And so with what's going on now, you know, I, I just can't stay away, and so I'm definitely going to uh, 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 write a book, uh, Questions About Racism, How Not to Be a Racist, and I'll offer that to you, and also offer myself to any churches that would like for me to speak on this subject, because uh, by, from what I hear in the media, a lot of people are really ignorant about the subject of uh, racism. They, they really are. There's a lot to know, and so uh, this book will come out soon, uh, Questions About Racism, How Not to Be a Racist, and you'll find out that it challenges a lot of things that you're no doubt seeing in media today, but we'll talk about that later. All right, that just gave you time to get your Bibles. So if you've got them, let's go to um, uh, Romans uh, chapter 8, and I'll just rest just a second there as you turn there to Romans chapter 8, uh, where we're going to be uh, uh, going into the book of Romans and uh, dealing with what it says about a lot of things. Very interesting book, a very uplifting book, and we'll be dealing with that very, very shortly. We've got Angela uh, from Royal Oak. Let's, uh, uh, we'll take her question before we plow into this uh, book. Go to Angela Hello, Angie. You're on the air. Oh, hi, Pastor. How you doing? Good. How are you? Okay. I just got two statements to make. That's okay. Uh-huh. I was listening to the AM 910 show um, on the 21st of June, and the caller calling, his name was Keith, and he was saying that he's calling for the removal of white Jesus, you know, the symbol of white Jesus, um, the White House. He wants to remove the church. He wants to get rid of churches, period. He didn't specify black or white churches. You know, he because he he, he believes that they all involve racism. I'm like, I'm a Christian. You know, I don't believe in getting rid of Jesus. I mean, if you don't believe it, that's fine. But I mean, how can you, can that pass the law to do that? To remove, they're moving all these statues and stuff. Can it, can they force churches to take off the white Jesus picture? I mean, can they demand that? I mean, it's not going to happen. Shut down all the churches. It's not going to happen. Yeah, he's not thinking clearly. Okay, because what happens is we need to recognize, and this is something that many people don't, uh, the way to really find out how true it is, is to go to an art museum 
and look at depictions of Jesus done by people all around the world, all right? And if mm -hmm. you uh, go to Hispanics, they have a Hispanic Jesus on the cross. If you go to Chinese Christians, they'll have Jesus looking kind of Chinese hanging on the cross. If you go to Africa, they've got a black Jesus hanging on the cross. Why? Because they just want to identify with Jesus. As you and I know, Jesus was Jewish. Uh, color wasn't an issue uh, at all. He was a, a, a Semitic type of person. But uh, so if we did that, then everybody, well, because if you get rid of the so-called white Jesus, which all it is is a depiction of him, if you get rid of him, you got to get rid of the black Jesus and Hispanic Jesus. You see what I'm saying? Every nation yeah. of the world uh, depicted Jesus uh, to be like them. That made them feel closer to him. Okay, that's just that's nothing racist about it. In the Middle Ages, the pictures they drew of Jesus, they had him up there with uh, robes on, and we know that Jesus pretty much uh, uh, the crucifixion he had no clothes on at all. They use a lion cloth around him when they do the uh, picture, but uh, no. So that is a that is another foolish notion. Uh, that uh, the, the the white Jesus in every nation, including Africa, they depict Jesus to look like themselves so they could feel closer to him. Uh, anyone who yeah. thinks that that actually uh, would represent Jesus, the pictures that people make, uh, they're not thinking clearly. Right. But, you know, in China, they can wear the churches and, you know, you can't even talk about Christianity in China. I'm afraid well, China, that's always been that's always been the way it is in mm -hmm. a communist country. Okay, that's just wow. the way it is. But we're talking about countries that are not communist. But all I'm trying to tell you is this, that the idea that you're going to, uh, uh, they're going to uh, get rid of the white Jesus. Jesus, understand my logic. Jesus has been depicted uh, by every nation to look like their own people. We even here have made movies about black Jesus and plays about black, black Jesus in America. So we've had him black, we've had him white. That's not the issue. Jesus said himself in John chapter 6, he said, the flesh profits nothing. It doesn't make any difference what his color is, as far as the Bible is concerned. So that's something you really don't have to worry about. And the person who puts that forward just isn't thinking clearly. Thank you, my dear. I appreciate it. One more thing. Yeah. Uh, he wants to get rid of the church to sue it. Can he can't do that? No, he's not going to get rid of the churches. Not gonna, no, he won't. Church always wins that battle. They tried to get rid of us before. Mm -hmm. If they couldn't stop us back in Roman times, they can't step, stop us now. Thanks for calling, Angie. Appreciate your call. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. All right, Monday night students, get your Bible. As we uh, dive here into uh, Romans, and we're going to be looking at Romans chapter 8 uh, here. We uh, have went up to this point when we were at the church studying this. We had ended chapter 7, and now we get into the chapter that is entitled Life in the Spirit where it says, and this is, this is good, this is really good to read for us. Romans 8 and 1, There is therefore now no condemnation to, to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Thank God, right? <laughs> for the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made us free from the law of sin and death. That's what we were under until we accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Okay, wow. Then verse 3, for what the law uh, could not do, okay? what the law could not do, there's something that the law could not do. The law could tell us what right and wrong is all about, but the, by, but the law could not make us do it, right? So all the law did ultimately was to condemn us because the law was there, but couldn't follow it. It says here in verse 3, for what the law could not do, 
in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for uh, sin commandment, uh, it said, and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh. Verse 4, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. And they that are after the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. So that is asking you and, and Christians as we deal with our Christian lives, are we walking in the flesh or are we walking in the Spirit? Verse 6, For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Do you hear that? To be carnally. That means physically minded, materially minded, right? Is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because, verse 7, because the carnal mind is enmity against God. It's the enemy for, of God. For it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Right? Bible is clear. They that are in the flesh cannot please God. Verse 9, but you are not, this is a very important verse. And this is one we're going to comment on a little bit here uh, from Romans chapter 8. And it says in verse 8, So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if so be that the Spirit of God dwells in you. You hear that? But you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now listen to this. Here is the, uh, the, the lockdown verse, very important verse here. It says, Now, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Wow. Right? If any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. So it's very important. You can't walk in the Spirit unless you have the Spirit. And if you do not have the Spirit of Christ, you are none of his. Okay? So then, everyone who is a born-again Christian has to have the Spirit of Christ. That's just the truth of it. That's just what the Bible simply says. You have to. Therefore, here's the problem. There are those who say that unless you speak in tongues, you have not received the Holy Spirit. Wow, that's problematic. And therefore, if you believe that, if you believe that, okay, because notice, notice what it says in Romans 8 and 9, but you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if so be that the Spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Okay? So, therefore, if a person teaches that in order for you to have the Spirit of God, you must speak in tongues, then that means, that means that all those who do not speak in tongues do not have the Holy Spirit. Wow. Is that what uh, the Bible teaches? No. The Bible does not teach that. Now, you're hearing this from a person who has the gift of tongues. Yeah, I speak in tongues. But here's the thing to know. Okay, I'm a, uh, a, not a good a proponent of saying that everybody has to speak in tongues because I was saved years before I ever spoke in tongues, and I knew I was saved the moment I accepted Jesus Christ at the age of 14. <laughs> yes. Okay. So 
Definitely, I know that uh, you don't have to speak in tongues to be saved or to be born again. And I think it's a real tragic kind of teaching to teach. Now, uh, and so what I want to do is as we look at the Bible, even as we study Romans, right? We know that Scripture interprets Scripture, okay? So therefore, we have to pause and see if this, if the if there's other Scriptures uh, that will hermeneutically back up what we're discussing here today. All right? Keep your Bibles with you. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Imagine if you walked into a car dealership and they only had one model in one color with one set of options. That would be crazy. You'd turn around and walk out. But that's exactly what most remodeling companies do. They have tunnel vision, meaning they only offer one kind of windows or one kind of roof or one kind of siding that they are determined to sell you. To heck with what's actually best for your home, your preferences, or your budget. Call Performance Remodeling instead. We offer real choices, multiple materials, lines, manufacturers, and styles of windows, roofing, and siding. Whatever you want, whatever you need, whatever is best for your situation, we'll listen to you and help you get the right product at the right price. No pushy salespeople, no one-size-fits-all solutions. We also offer the industry's only true lifetime guarantee, which means as long as you are in your home, you pay for nothing ever again. Call Performance Remodeling at 586-540-6000 or online at windowsroofingsiding.com. Hello, friends. This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win. I've got some exciting news in addition to listening to us on Faith Talk FM 92.7 and AM 1500. You can now stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Choose News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. The team at MyPillow is grateful for you. So grateful they have an amazing offer. Buy one, get one on their incredible sheet sets. Mike Lindell has come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. He finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. Mike guarantees they will be the most comfortable sheets you've ever owned. The first night you sleep on a Giza Dream Sheet, you may never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. For a limited time, you can buy one, get one free. Call 800-919-5912. That's 800-919-5912. Or go to MyPillow.com, but make sure to use the promo code RUNTOWIN at checkout. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. On June 19th comes a brand new film, Selfie Dad, available at SalemNow.com. Selfie Dad is a very funny yet powerful movie about a Christian dad in a midlife crisis. But when he's confronted with the life-changing truths of the Bible, he learns the only way to have true happiness. God can do incredible things. Selfie Dad stars Christian comedians Michael Jr. and Shonda Pierce.
That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Of course, if you have questions about the Bible, and especially any questions about this lesson, you can call them in right now, and I will get you on as soon as I can. I'm dealing with Romans, our Monday night Bible study. If you want to learn the Bible, this is the place to do it. On this particular program, of course, I'll be here tomorrow where we, we will be uh, dealing with the, the theological issues and the phone lines will be open for questions as well. But Monday, our Monday evening Bible study is here. Uh, all of you from Strictly Biblical, tell the folks who are in that Bible study, just tune in uh, and we will continue our journey through the uh, uh, the Bible with the book of Ro- uh, Romans. We're in that book right now. And we're looking at the fact that basically Romans 8 9 Unless you have the Spirit of God in you, you are none of His. And so there are those who say, if you teach that a person has to speak in tongues to have the Spirit, then you're saying that none of those who don't speak in tongues have it. That's that's a serious uh, charge, but that, that is what some believe. I don't think the Bible is teaching that at all. Over in Romans chapter 10, verse 9 to 10, it says this, and look at it. It says, Romans ten nine to 10, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead and speak in tongues. <laughs> no, it don't say that. It doesn't, right? It says in Romans 10 and 9, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. That's it. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So there, it doesn't say that you have to speak in tongues to be saved. Nothing's wrong with the gift of tongues. But it's not something that is necessary for salvation, which definitely I aim to prove before this lesson is over uh, with an open Bible. Go to First John chapter 4, First John chapter 4, if you will. All right? And you Monday night Bible students who are listening to this, you know a test is coming in the future. So get to studying and get to taking notes here tonight. Today, First John five four, uh, 15. First John uh, uh, five. Let me see. I might have the wrong one. Four. I'm sorry. Four fifteen is what I need. First John four and verse fifteen. Look at this. First John four and fifteen. Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God. Looking right at the verse. Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God and speaks in tongues. No, it doesn't say that. I'm just showing you what seemingly it would have to say if, in fact, you, if you were saved, had to speak in tongues. No, this is what it says in 1 John uh, 4 and 15. Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwells in him and he in God. Right? So right there, that's all it says that you have to do. Okay. To be saved is to believe, confess that Jesus is the Son of God. That's what it says. It doesn't say anything about tongues. And in First John uh, chapter 5, okay, uh, we see at verse 13. Look at this. First John 5, 13. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God that you may know. You may know that just from believing on his name, right? Believing on the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life and that you may believe on the name of the Son of God. That, that's what it says. Okay? So nowhere here uh, is uh, being saved 
or having the Spirit connected with you speaking in tongues. It isn't, okay? And so, uh, and, and it's, it's, it's bad to think that where uh, there are some who believe this so strongly till they regulate all Christians, okay, who believe in Jesus Christ as not being saved and not having the Holy Spirit because they don't speak in tongues. And the Bible does not say that you have to speak in tongues to be saved. It really doesn't. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. I'm teaching a lesson through the book of Romans. This is our Monday night Bible study, which we're teaching at our church faithfully on Mondays from about 6 to 7.30. It's here now, and so we're continuing with the uh, uh, book of Romans. And so uh, uh, those of you in that Monday night Bible study, let everybody know. Tell them, say, Pastor Moss, he's doing a Monday night Bible study finally. That's right. We're right here, and we're going to town. Um, looking at what the Bible has to say about uh, uh, in Romans about salvation, and then at the same time looking uh, at what it says about speaking in tongues. Because the Bible doesn't say anywhere that you have to speak in tongues to be saved or to have the Spirit of God. Notice 1 Corinthians. We're looking at how, uh, now, now what we're doing as we teach, we're dealing with Romans, but remember, Scripture interprets Scripture. So if something is taught one place in the Bible, then uh, we should find references of that same teaching in other parts of the Bible as well. So 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1 and 3. Listen to this one now. Listen to this one. Where it says, 1 Corinthians 12, 1 to 3, here is Paul writing again. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. Okay? He says, you know that we were Gentiles carried away unto those dumb idols, even as you were led. What had happened was that uh, uh, before uh, Gentiles were saved, you know, and Paul was an, uh, an apostle to the Gentiles, they were worshiping all kinds of gods and goddesses, Zeus. Uh, Venus, Ares, all these gods, Mercury, they're worshiping and all. And all of those gods gave them various powers. Okay, And what Paul says, that in the church they were taking the gifts of the Spirit and they were treating them like the Greeks were with idol worship, you know, that uh, you're getting these uh, uh, special powers that make you better than someone else. This is what he's talking about. Verse 2, 1 Corinthians 12 and 2, you know that you were Gentiles carried away into those dumb idols, even as you were led. Verse 3, wherefore I give you to understand. Now listen to this. This is what he says. Wherefore I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed. And that no man can say that Jesus is the, is the Lord, but by the Holy Ghost. So if you believe that Jesus is Lord, okay, you couldn't say that unless the Holy Ghost was prompting you to say it. The moment you believe, okay, you are saved. That, that's basically what he's telling you there. Okay? And uh, then what happens after that? Well, Bible is clear at that as well. Stay in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 13. This is what happens, and I mean, I snap my finger like this. It happens instantly. Instantly, okay? In 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 13, it says this, For by one Spirit we are all baptized into one body. Let's talk about all Christians. All Christians are baptized into the body of Christ. Okay? That's what happens when you get born again. Okay? For by one Spirit... Are we all baptized in one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made, okay, it says, to drink of that same spirit. That's what it says. 
when you are saved, you are the baptism of the Holy Spirit is that which places you within the body of Christ. That's exactly what it does. Now, also there's something else. And this is one that gives folks some, some trouble. But notice what it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Paul writes this. Paul is saying this, right? And he says, at verse 29, Are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, are all workers of miracles? Then verse 30, Have all the gifts of healing? Do all speak with tongues? Do all interpret? In other words, what he's saying here is people have different gifts, and all people don't get the same gifts. They don't. There's no requirement that everybody has to speak in tongues. Not at all. Not at all. That's what he's saying here. Have all the gifts of healing? Okay. Do all speak with tongues? Do all interpret? He does tell you this, but covet earnestly the best gifts, yet I show unto you a better way. All right? So earnest, uh, the best gifts, I mean, pray for all of them. <laughs> pray for any gift that you, that you want God to, uh, to uh, work with you in or move you in. But notice what he says in 1 Corinthians 12 and 11. But all these works, that one and self-same spirit, dividing to every man severally as he wills. God gives the gifts of the Holy Spirit to folks. That's the gifts of the Spirit. All Christians have the Spirit. But the gifts are given not according to your will, but according to his will. All right, we're going to continue on with this lesson. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Let's go to Southfield and talk to Brenda. See what's on her mind. Hello, Brenda. Uh, yeah, yeah, Pastor Pastor Moss. I'd just like to say that, uh, uh, you know, I just listen to you go through the scriptures and everything. And there's ministries, they know those scriptures, Pastor Moss. You know what? I just think that this is how they have just built their ministries on uh, certain doctrines that they want as a ministry. Because I know Jimmy Swagger's ministry, and I believe it's the Word of Faith. I've heard these ministries, you know. So uh, they know. They know the scriptures. They're just building it on what they want uh, their ministry to be. I want to tell you something, Brenda. Well, I tell you what, I'm glad you called. I'm glad you called because one uh, one uh, person out there I can definitely uh, uh, vouch for in terms of me loving most of his ministry. Jimmy Swaggart is fantastic. I mean, he's one of the few pastors I'm hearing talking about the um, cults today. He's talking about Islam and all of this. Uh, and so most of his messages are, are, are good. Of course, the only place where we disagree is when he talks about uh, that, almost saying that everybody has to speak in tongues. We have a, a, some other minor disagreements, but, you know, he's pretty mm -hmm. sharpshooter. He's one of the most—he's uh, one of the few pastors, Brenda, that I see today yes. who actually def uh, defends the faith. So he does a, a good job. But needless to say, he's, uh, he swings hard in the uh, Pentecostal direction. And puts, oh, and, yeah. Yeah, and he puts an emphasis on tongues that the Bible does not put on tongues. In mm -hmm, fact, mm -hmm. let me ask you the question just to see. Brenda, what do you think about this? If you, uh, uh -huh. what do you think? What do you think Paul felt? Did Paul feel like uh, tongues were very? I'm mean, answer this question. Do you think that in Corinthians Paul felt that it was very important for everybody to speak in tongues? No, no. You mean to tell me, Brenda? What no. church? What, what church you go to, Brenda? <laughs> the gift. The gift. <laughs> what, wait, what church no. you go to? 
Well, uh, it's a church in Detroit. I'll just put it that way, okay? <laughs> you and, keep they, the name. <laughs> and they And they do teach, too. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. Well, you, you're a big something. But here, you're right. I would agree with you. In fact, what happens is when you hear people overemphasizing tongues, Brenda, when they overemphasize, mm-hmm. it's amazing to me because all you've got to do is open up 1 Corinthians chapter 14. And I mean, I know. And, yeah. yeah, you know where I'm going, where it says in 1 Corinthians oh, yeah. 14, 26, how is it? This is Paul. This is the Bible. This is the word of God. Mm-hmm. How is right. it then, brethren, when you come together, every one of you has a psalm, has a doctrine, has the tongue, has the revelation, has an interpretation, let all things be done unto edifying. Then he says this. You rarely hear this. If any man speak in an unknown tongue, this is his order. This mm. is the command from the Bible. This is not mm-hmm. something you can do if you want to or not. This is, he's writing scripture. If any mm-hmm. man speak in an unknown tongue, let it be by two, or at the most by three, and that by course, and let one interpret. Okay? It had to be interpreted. Now, haven't you seen what I've seen, where in churches people are speaking in tongues and there's no interpreter? Oh, yeah. And I, and I heard one lady, and she was a minister, and she said that, uh, she is not going to stop speaking in tongues, you know, even if there wasn't an interpreter, you know. <laughs> That's right. And, uh, but the question is, when she, she I got she you. She wasn't going to stop. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Is that biblical or is that not? See, and for me, Brenda, that's oh, all of what... Oh, it's not biblical. Right. It's that's not what, biblical. When you say that, if, if she said that to me, say, you're not talking to me, you're talking to the Bible. All I'm telling you is I'm what the Bible you. said to mm-hmm. do. It says here in verse... Uh, in fact, let's look at it. Can, can you stay with me a little while, Brenda? I'm glad you called. Yeah, oh, sure, sure. Verse 27, if any man speak mm-hmm. in an unknown tongue, let it be by two, or at the most by three, and right. that in course, in other words, supposed to take turns. Not everybody speaking at once. Mm-hmm. And let one mm-hmm. interpret. Then verse 28, here's the big verse. But if there be mm-hmm. no interpreter, let him keep silence in the church and let him speak to himself and to God. And my goodness, well, yeah. I've been in churches where they could care less about what the Bible says on this regard. That's right, and yeah. I have too. Yeah. I have too. And, and, and so, so that's mm-hmm. the trouble that, uh, uh, that we have. The Bible says things that... Um, uh, uh, surprisingly, that sometimes people don't follow. And I'm not against tongues, but I know that everybody doesn't no. have to speak in tongues, okay? Because right, it says, do all just igno- they ignore ignore, Ignoring the word of God. You're it's right. being ignored by yeah. some, you know, uh, denominations, I'll put it that way. All right. Well, Brenda, thank you very much. I appreciate your call. Okay. Thank you. Bye. All right. Appreciate her call. And any of you can call that number, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866- Four two three nine five seven eight. We'll be right back. Now is the time to register for an all-inclusive ten-day trip to Israel with WLQV FM ninety-two point seven and AM fifteen hundred Faith Talk Detroit. Expand your global perspective on the Stand with Israel tour, December second to eleventh, with nationally syndicated media host Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Visit faithtalkdetroit.com today to sign up for the Stand with Israel tour, where history, culture, and faith will converge before your eyes. We'll take you behind the scenes to explore the places you've read and heard about. Pray at the ancient Western Wall, sail the Sea of Galilee, float on the unique Dead Sea, and much more. The land, its amazing cuisine, and its diverse people are a spectacle to behold, and you can live it all firsthand. Best of all, you'll be with Faith Talk Detroit's syndicated media host, Dr. Sebastian Gorka, special guest Mike Lindell, like-minded supporters of Israel, and listeners of WLQV. Secure your spot today for the Stand with Israel tour. Visit faithtalkdetroit.com, search keyword Israel. That's faithtalkdetroit.com, keyword Israel. 
Hello, friends. This is Evangelist Anita Campbell, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news now. In addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun. Sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. As the will of the student goes, so goes the will of the nation. This is a central theme of the new movie, Return to the Hiding Place, the film about Corey Ten Boom and her secret army of teenagers' heroic efforts to hide and save Jews from the Nazis during World War II. Corey's story was made famous by her book and original movie produced by the Billy Graham Association. Now, 45 years later, comes the return to the hiding place, the untold behind-the-scenes true story of Corey's secret army of student teenagers' efforts to rescue Jewish people. Told by Hans Poley, one of Corey's teens in the resistance. Return to the Hiding Place is an action-packed film of the Dutch underground true breathtaking rescue of an entire orphanage of Jewish children. Return to the Hiding Place, starring John Rice Davis. Watch this captivating movie tonight with your older children at SalemNow.com and save 20% with the promo code Detroit. Return to the Hiding Place at SalemNow.com, promo code Detroit. Due to historical content, it might not be suitable for the younger audience. Jeff and Sarah Walton's marriage has endured a number of storms. Sarah says that's taught both of them empathy. We have grown so much in having the eyes to see other people who are hurting and to know what has hurt us when people have said unkind things. How to navigate your marriage through trials. Next time on Family Life Today. Listen for Family Life Today, weekday mornings at 7.30. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, our Monday night Bible study, dealing with the book of Romans as we go through the entire Bible. Of course, even though I'm doing that, I want you to do that too, but also any questions you have about the Bible, about the Word of God, about theology, are welcome here. I can easily talk about your subject and get right back to mine. So have no fear. All you got to do is call that number, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, looking at the uh, Book of Romans. Talking about getting the Spirit, uh, we looked at Romans 8 and 9, where it says, if you have not the Spirit of God, you're none of His. So every Christian has to have the Spirit of God. There are some, however, that can burden you by saying that unless you speak in tongues, you don't have the Spirit. And that's not something that the Bible says. In fact, I can say biblically, I have no trouble with tongue speaking at all, uh, but the Bible is clear that uh, uh, that in the church, if it is spoken, it should be spoken only with an interpreter. That, that's what we just read. That's what has to happen. And then let's uh, let an expert, in a sense, a man who was gifted in, in more than one way, Paul, biblical writer, writing scripture for us, 
what he says uh, over in 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 18. He says this, okay? I thank my God I speak with tongues more than you all. Now, that's what Paul said. Do you hear that? This is, this is the Bible. I mean, I'm not making this up, okay? And if more preachers would stick to their Bible, we'd be better off, I'm telling you, okay? I admit, I'm dumb. Let me go see what the Scripture says. Verse 18, I thank my God I speak with tongues more than you all. That's what Paul said. But then he said in verse 19, Yet in the church I had rather speak five words with my understanding, okay? in a language you could understand, in other words, that by my voice I might teach another, also than 10,000 words in an unknown tongue. So what he said, it was better to speak in a known language uh, that people knew than a thousand words in an unknown tongue. He's not saying not to speak in tongues, but clearly he's putting an, uh, uh, an emphasis on just speaking in a language, which he calls prophesying or speaking uh, uh, exhortation from God. He says it's better to speak in a language people can understand than in tongues unless you have an interpreter. He says, yet in the church, I had rather speak five words with my understanding that by my voice I might teach others also than 10,000 words in an unknown tongue. Then verse 20, brethren, be not children in understanding. However, in malice be children, but in understanding be men. All right? Then he says, in the law it is written, with men of other tongues and other lips will I speak unto this people. Yet for all that will they not hear me, saith the Lord. Wherefore, tongues are a sign, not to them that believe, but to them that believe not. Okay? In other words, tongues were a sign for those who did not believe. What is it talking about here? Well, the, the sign was for those who did not believe. Understand, the Jews were not going to believe that the Gentiles were saved unless there, there was some manifestation that took place. And that is exactly what we see Peter doing with, uh, with Cornelius and the Italian band in Acts chapter 10. We're going to look at that. We'll look at that in details next time, where that, that sealed the deal. Once the, uh, he was told to go to Cornelius and the Italian band, God had showed him, you know, remember the vision of sheets? He could eat non-kosher food. Uh, and then the Holy Spirit fell on them, okay, on these Gentiles, and they spoke in tongues just like the apostles did. So then, then Peter knew, then it's irrefutable, okay, that they have to uh, be on the same level as us because of the fact that they received this, the same gift that we did. That was proving, in other words, the Jews were not going to accept the Gentiles unless God did something to show the connection. And that is why it was a sign to the Jews. Not a sign to everybody that you, everybody, in other words, here's a question. Here's is something to look at. Every time you see tongues spoken in the New Testament, a Jewish apostle was present. Yeah, to witness it. Okay? Because that's what the day of Pentecost was about. Okay? Then, in other words, the Jews knew that the Great Commission was un, underway when uh, the apostles spoke in tongues from other languages, and the Jews from those nations understood what they said in the foreign language of that nation. Okay? That was what it was about. Okay? That, that is why it was a very important sign. Where it says in verse 22, Wherefore tongues are not a sign for them that believe, but to them that believe not. But prophesying, that means speaking in a language that people understand, serves not for them that believe not, but for them that believe. Now listen to this. 
This is violated in so many churches till it's amazing. It's amazing. Verse 23. If therefore, this is the commandment of Paul. This isn't his suggestion. This is what the Bible commands. Okay. 1 Corinthians 14, 23. If therefore the whole church be come together into one place and all speak with tongues. Okay. Now, have you been in churches where that's happened? (laughs) You go in and everybody's speaking in tongues? I have because, you know, even though I have a Baptist background, also non-denominational, and I know I've been in those Pentecostal things with the whole church speaking in tongues. Okay? That's what he's talking about here. This is what Paul is talking about in the Bible. If therefore the whole church be come together in one place and all speak with tongues and there come in those that are unlearned or unbelievers, will they not say that you are mad? <laughs> That's what he says. They don't know what you're saying. In other words, understand this. There's nothing that someone else gets out of tongues if they don't understand what you're saying. Now, it may be a blessing to you to be speaking it, but not to them. That's what Paul is saying, right? Look at it again. Verse 23. If therefore the whole church be come together into one place and all speak with tongues, and there come in those that are unlearned or unbelievers, would they not say you're mad? But if all prophesy, that means speak in a language that people can understand. But if all prophesy and there come in one that believes not, or one unlearned, he is convinced of all and he is judged of all. That's exactly what he's saying. And thus are the secrets of his heart made manifest when he hears it in a language he can understand. And so falling down on his face, he will worship God and report that God is in you of a truth. That's what happens when you speak, all right? in a language folks can understand, which is called prophecy, giving forth uh, from the word of God, uh, an unction from God, but it's, in, it's not in tongues. Verse 26, How is it then, brethren, when you come together, every one of you that has a psalm, has a doctrine, has a tongue, has a revelation, has an interpretation, let all things be done decently and in order, okay, unto edifying, right? Notice he goes on. Verse 27, If any man speak, this is a command, not a suggestion, 1 Corinthians 14, 27. If any man speak in an unknown tongue, now ask me this. Okay? Now listen, I believe in speaking in tongues. Okay? But my question, uh, are you complying with Scripture? Here, 1 Corinthians 14, 27. If any man speak in an unknown tongue, let it be by two, or at the most by three, and that by course, that means they take turns, and let one interpret. Verse 28. But if there be no interpreter, let him keep silence in the church and let him speak to himself and to God. Wow. Okay. That's what it says. That's the way tongues are going to be handled. And I guarantee you, I would say this. Uh, I'm sure that there's some uh, places where tongues are handled appropriately. Definitely, if it happens, it's strictly biblical, it's handled appropriately. But in many churches, it's a free-for-all. All right. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Start calling now. Going to take a break. We'll be right back. This is Michael Medved at michaelmedved.com for Town Hall. In late April, hundreds of Orthodox Jews gathered for the funeral of a beloved Hasidic rabbi, but New York's mayor deemed their rights absolutely unacceptable and threatened mass arrests if it happened again. A month later, tens of thousands of angry, often violent protesters rallied for Black Lives Matter. But the same mayor encouraged them. 
boasting of his own daughter's participation. Simultaneously, 1,300 medical and public health professionals who had previously advocated strict social distancing signed a statement in support of mass demonstrations and idiotically called them, quote, vital to the national public health. This ludicrous, illogical switch demonstrates the so-called social justice activism that has become a substitute religion for secular progressives. I'm Michael Medved. ADF, fighting for those whose religious freedom is being violated. This is good news, maybe exactly when you need it to. Right now, MediShare is waiving their new member fees. This could save you money on top of all that you'll save each month by becoming a member of MediShare. So many people are looking for a healthcare solution right now, seeing the cost of COBRA plans, for instance. And MediShare is the affordable alternative to health insurance. A typical family saves $500 a month, but you might save even more. MediShare is a Christian community that shares each other's health care costs, and because of the current economic situation, they're making it easier than ever. Apply by June 30th. You can save an additional $170 on your first month. I'll give you the number here in a second, and if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Just tell them the promo code SHARE to receive your additional savings. Maybe now is the time to make the switch, like more than 400,000 people already have start saving. Here it is. Call 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE. 844-57-BIBLE. Hello, friends. This is Pastor Emery Moss, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on radio.com. Just go to radio.com, tap the news talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at radio.com. On June 19th comes a brand new film, Selfie Dad, available at SalemNow.com. Selfie Dad is a very funny yet powerful movie about a Christian dad in a midlife crisis. But when he's confronted with the life-changing truths of the Bible, he learns the only way to have true happiness. God can do incredible things. Selfie Dad stars Christian comedians Michael Jr. and Shonda Pierce. Code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. Be on the air of Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Good to be with you. Let's go to Lorraine in uh, Austin, Michigan. Where are you from, Lorraine? Port Austin, Port Michigan. Port Austin, Michigan. Okay. What's on your yeah, mind? we're way up in the film. <laughs> uh, the reason I'm calling is when you, when you speak in tongues... Do you speak in the language of a country, or is it a, is it a private uh, language? Well, see, here's the thing. Uh, the Bible doesn't say anything about a private language. It must be a language. Now, here's the thing. Uh, that doesn't mean it necessarily has to be a current language. Uh, for, for all a person could know, maybe they might even speak in an ancient tongue. 
So it's not like uh, some people say, well, we can't identify what that tongue is. Well, maybe one guy uh, said, well, who knew, uh, a linguist, he said, well, they're speaking an ancient Indian uh, language. That even happened. Okay. So, uh, so, but it is a language. It's not just gibberish. Oh, all right. Thank you very much. All right. Good question. Good question. Uh, and remember to call area code 866-423-9578. I think this is Thelma on the line. I don't see where to click to get her in. I'll leave that up to, uh, okay, here we go. Hello, Thelma. How you doing? I'm good, Pastor. How are you? Real good. Real good. Uh, I know you've got some valuable and very needed information to share with these people. Drop drop it on them. I do. I'm just reminding everybody that they could support the ministry, uh, even the Bible Talk radio station, uh, using Givelify. That's G-I-V-E-L-I-F-Y. Uh, there's a demo on our website, strictlybiblical.org, or you just do an engine search. Also, you can use regular postal mail to send in your checks via mail or online bill pay from your, your own bank. Uh, just add us as a payee, Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries, and use our address at 10709 Grand River Avenue in Detroit, Michigan, 48204, or you can also uh, use SBDTM for short. Again, our address is 10709 Grand River Avenue, Detroit, Michigan, 48204. And with the online banking bill pay, you don't have to use any stamps or worry about mailing things in. The bank will do it for you with just using that. And also you can drop off donations from uh, uh, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Monday through Wednesday. Uh, someone will be there to pick it up. And if you also need any more envelopes, you can call us at 313 313- All right, and we'd appreciate that very much. And any uh, donation that you want to go into radio, uh, you can put, even though you make out the check to Strictly Biblical, you can put it in uh, the memo and say radio. And also, you can send donations to P.O. Box 05879, Detroit, Michigan, 48205, if you like. But uh, two ways to give, and uh, definitely uh, we want you to give to support this ministry. Thank you, Thelma. Have a good day, Pastor. All right. Thank you. The hardworking lady, that Thelma. All right. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Uh, What's on your mind, Marcus? I think you cheated, Miss Thelma. How did I cheat, Miss Thelma? You didn't give her her question. I give her 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 question? Yeah. Well, what is her question? I don't know. She has to call back and give it to us. Oh. <laughs> well, normally I do, but, you know, she's yeah. talkadocious, so. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, everyone. So we're still dealing with Romans. It is a fascinating book. Our Monday night Bible study, this is what we were studying. And when we're back in church after um, we were through with this um, stay-at-home kind of stuff, uh, remember, Strictly Biblical is still going on. We have Sunday uh, services. It's online, strictlybiblical.org, where I'm preaching through the book of Revelation. All you got to do is log on to strictlybiblical.org and find out how to do that. Our prophecy classes continue. That's right. That's Tuesday from 11 until 1230. And so all you've got to do is call and find out how to be a part of that conference call. You can even ask questions and everything. So we encourage you to uh, become a part of that. In fact, we have a, a, a lot of students, and uh, we have a good time. And uh, thank God for the technology that we have, which uh, causes us to, uh, not to cease in our proclamation of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So do remember that. And remember to give to support this uh, radio outreach uh, at P.O. Box 05879. That's P.O. Box 05879. 
Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Make out those checks to uh, Bible Bootcamp Ministries. If you make it out to Strictly Biblical, make sure you put it in a uh, section for radio, and that's where it'll go, because we do need your support to keep this uh, uh, outreach going. Uh, and thank God that we've been able to do it, and that's thanks to you and the Lord that we've been able to do this for uh, so long, and we want to continue to do it. So remember where we left off at now. We're in Romans, and Romans doesn't do anything but get more exciting. Uh, in fact, uh, next time, as we look at Romans, believe it or not, I think we're going to begin uh, to look at some things eventually here uh, where we're going to be dealing with possibly, you know, uh, talking about the coronavirus. Yeah, I mean, in Romans, there may be discussion of the coronavirus kind of subtly in the text. We may be looking at that, uh, some hints for why things are so rotten or can be so rotten in this world that we live in. All right. Uh, and the hard thing for us to understand that so much of what goes on, uh, the good, let's say the good, the bad, and the ugly are all a part, a part of God's plan. Yeah, it really is a part of his plan. Well, we're going to see how that shapes itself up as we continue to go through this book. So uh, stay with us. Invite people to join our, definitely, our Monday night Bible study right here, 1500 a.m., on the Bible Talk program, where you can deal with my subject, ask any questions that you like. It's all fair game. As long as we're dealing with the Bible, we're, I'm doing what God has told me to do. Okay, want you to do the same. Uh, studying, proclaiming, preaching the Word of God is what is our job. Uh, I'm writing a book about racism, uh, questions about racism, how not to be a racist. Yes, yeah, I'm going to write it. Got to. I worked in this field for too long as a race relations instructor, not to make my contribution, so I'm going to do that. Hopefully, it'll help you in these troubled times to know that racism is wrong and also what the Bible has to say about it. All right, so this is Pastor Moss thanking Marcus. So good to see him, Tiffany, and all the folks that are here working so hard to uh, uh, just to bless this program and bring it about. This is Pastor Moss saying God bless you and see you next time. Sponsored by Bible Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.